Hey everyone, how are you all doing today? Hope you enjoyed today's video, and I hope you've seen episode 9 by now. It's been three weeks since the movie's been out, and honestly, I've seen it twice now. I have a lot of unanswered questions from the film, and this is not going to be a pre-scripted video or anything like that. I'm just kind of going to talk to you guys like a podcast, and let's just have some fun with it. Okay, so my first unanswered question, and mind you, this won't be all of the unanswered ones, but these are at least mine and the most prevalent ones in my mind. The first one is... How is Palpatine alive? Okay, well, in my theory, I'm thinking that hopefully they'll come up with the answer to this, I think, maybe in Mandalorian Season 2, seeing as how we have some tie-ins with, you know, the cloners and Kamino and all that stuff with Dr. Pershing and so on and so forth with Baby Yoda. However, as to how Palpatine survived, it's really left in the air for me. I mean, we have that comic where Snoke was telling Kylo that the only way to survive, you know, being thrown off a cliff is to basically levitate above ground. And with that, he lets go of the Force and Kylo falls to his death as Snoke tells him to use his fear to let it crystallize into anger, to turn that anger into power. Kylo begins to float off the ground using the Force. This is a really cool Force power that shows just how Force users can survive massive falls without a single injury. And then we've also got other theories such as Palpatine having you know, vanished into another dimension or teleported somewhere else, which is possible, I suppose, but not really believable. And then there's stuff from the actual film where we see in the opening crawl that Palpatine is written as Phantom Emperor, which makes you think that he's not really alive at all. Kind of an essence of him, but not really him or who he was in the previous films. And then in the film, as we see ourselves, Palpatine says that he has died before, and that all the Sith live in him now. So I'm thinking, how did he get brought back to life? He's obviously died before, as he says, and he's all gnarled up, so that is his body, at least. So he must have been resurrected by maybe the Sith cultists or something like that. Maybe we'll find out, hopefully, going forwards. So, my second unanswered question is, how did he clone Snoke? And then also, how did he clone a Force-sensitive? Because as we know, this goes completely against Legends info, which from the Force Unleashed game proves that you can't clone a Force-sensitive very easily. And if we're to now believe that you can, then this would completely undermine what Palpatine did with Kamino by cloning the clones from Jango Fett. He would have just cloned himself or cloned a Jedi and turned him evil and like a million times. Just imagine a million evil Yodas. Maybe that's what he's trying to do with Baby Yoda. I don't really know. So we saw that he created Snoke and he had a vat of a bunch of them just being made in this tube. Kind of like a test tube baby. How did he control him with the Force? Or did he give him Force powers? Or was Snoke Force sensitive all along? My theory here is that he was controlling Snoke through the Force in some sort of way. Maybe, you know, through a objects such as the ring and this now leads us on to the third unanswered question which is where did snoke get that ring from we know he got it from vader's castle from underneath the castle but why does it have the inscriptions of the dwarty now the dwarty were the golden statues from palpatine's office in revenge of the sith which in the darth plagueis novel were given to him or actually taken from darth plagueis himself so what's with all the little tie-ins here are we going to at least know what they're all about, or is it all just kind of out the window at this point? The next, who did Palpatine get jiggy with? Okay, so he had a son. Obviously, that means he had to have someone, a girlfriend or a wife or something. I'm thinking that he was a senator for a very long time, so he had to maintain this sort of professional status, maybe, in the eyes of the galaxy. So maybe he had a family that we didn't know about. Maybe he had a significant other that no one knew about. But... If we're going to go with the timeline of The Rise of Skywalker, 
His son looked like he was maybe 30-something years old, 30 or 35 years old. So he would have had to have him 35 years before the Rise of Skywalker, which would put him right around the time of Return of the Jedi. Which means Palpatine was probably like 80 or 90 years old by the time he had a son. So that means, uh, you know, he was just kind of old at that point. I, I want to know more about this son. Did he have force powers? You know, was he? Why didn't he want to, you know, take his father's footsteps and control the galaxy? Was he just maybe a clone of Palpatine, a, a failed Force-sensitive clone? There's so many different theories that I have there for that. The next, why didn't we see more of the Knights of Ren? I really wanted to see the Knights of Ren. I feel like they were built up like crazy, hyped up like crazy, and we just never really got to see anything about them. They were just lame. Honestly, the most that they did was just look around on that sand dune, in that sand dune area on Pasana. Like, what, what was their significance? What did they really do? We saw it in the comics for like two snippets that, you know, they have some force sensitivity, but that's it. Super underutilized. I hope we get to see more of them. The next, did Palpatine really win in the end? He told Rey that if she striked him down, then he would live on through her. Well, she did strike him down, just not with her lightsaber, and she was kind of angry when she killed him and forced the lightning back onto him. Or was it just her being focused? Either way, that still leaves a bit of an open gap there for them to maybe, you know, just slip it in eight. Palpatine's still alive, or he can come back. The next one. Is Rey pregnant? Now this one might be a little bit far-fetched, just like some of my other theories, but when Kylo brought her back to life, hear me out here, he put his hand specifically right on her stomach and it almost looked like he was you know, just transferring force essence into her maybe like what happened with me i don't know is this something that could be possible the next what is a force dyad exactly a dyad in the force as palpatine says something like this doesn't come around for generations or thousands of years and how exactly did the object force teleportation thing work I still didn't really understand that, and it doesn't really make much sense in Star Wars. So I hope they're going to clarify that. The next, how did Maz get Luke's lightsaber? This is something that I really want to know. Now, from the visual dictionary of The Rise of Skywalker, we learn that someone found the lightsaber as it fell to the depths of the planet, and then it came into Maz's possession. But that's really all we know. So I want to know who exactly found it, how did she get it, and did she know who it belonged to right when she got it? The next one, how strong is Finn in the Force? Well, J.J. Abrams revealed and confirmed that Finn is indeed Force-sensitive, if you couldn't already tell in the film. I mean, he was hinted at like 10 times. Who are his parents, as he doesn't even know? And I always thought, you know, the concept of a rogue stormtrooper was very interesting. It's something they could have extrapolated on a lot better, I feel like. Or maybe they will, hopefully, someday. But also the scene with him in The Force Awakens at the beginning where he just kind of comes to and snaps out of it and everything's all hazy and dizzy, like he doesn't know where he is or he just kind of had amnesia at that moment. It just rubs me the wrong way in the sense that he must have been either brainwashed or something or had some sort of important lineage uh, or of some sorts before he was taken as a child. The next one. Where the heck is Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda during this timeline should still be alive. I mean, he was only 50 years old after about five years from Return of the Jedi. So he is definitely alive. He'll be like 80 or 90 during this time. So that's still like preteen era for him. He's probably like realistically only 10 years old. Next, how did Mace become a Force Ghost? We know that Yoda became a Force Ghost, Obi-Wan became a Force Ghost, and Qui-Gon was the first one to learn how to transfer his essence into the netherworld of the Force. He never quite learned how to put his body into the Force, but his voice. However, near A New Hope, 
from the book A Certain Point of View, which is canon, he actually materializes into a force ghost. So he actually learns how to do it. It just took him a long time. He passes this knowledge down to Yoda. Yoda passes it to Obi-Wan. And when Anakin dies, he then learns it immediately from Obi-Wan as he's transferring himself into the next world. I assume this is how Ben learned it too and became a force ghost. And the last one, did the Jakku Observatory tie into any of this? From the Aftermath novels, there was an observatory on Jakku, it was heavily guarded, and it was all because of Palpatine who made it. So I'm wondering, did this have anything to do with the film or anything at all? Or was it just random and just put in there for no reason? I hope these things get answered later on in movies or comics or something at least. I hope they're not just out the window and you know left for our interpretation forever or for them to pick up on someday when I feel like it. I'm dying to know the answer to all these questions. I feel like the movie raised more questions than really answered anything. What's Snoke's backstory? Okay, so we saw in the comic that Palpatine made him, and then we see him on this random green plant-like planet, and apparently Luke actually beat him up. So, you know, as Kylo says in the comics. So, I want to know, who the heck is Snoke? Where does he come from? What species is he? Is he just some genetic lab mutation kind of thing that can only answer through the Force to Palpatine? Or is he actually his own entity, his own essence, or someone that's designed to, you know, carry on Kylo's training, and maybe that's it? Why were there so many of him? For me, the film was good from where The Last Jedi left us off. However, I feel like there's just so much more that could have been done if this trilogy was planned out from the very beginning with the same writer, the same director, and we just went with a concrete plan for everything. I think things would have done a lot better that way and it wouldn't have felt so disjointed and confusing a little bit. We got episode 7 which is kind of like a recap of episode 4, 5, and 6. Then we got episode 8 which really doesn't fit into anywhere. Then we got episode 9 which just debunks everything from episode 8 but doesn't answer its own story and everything just kind of feels like it's in a zigzag and doesn't go in a linear path to build up to a big final conclusion that ties the whole saga together. It just kind of feels like its own thing. Each movie literally just feels like its own thing with sort of some glimmers there that connect to each other here and there. But as a whole, it does not feel nearly as close and congruent and fluid as the prequels leading into the originals. Let me know any unanswered questions you guys have below in the comments from The Rise of Skywalker and I'll respond to them and hopefully others will too. Have an awesome rest of your day. Let me know what you think, and I'll see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.